When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Resting Bitch Face, the podcast. I'm pretty sure that's our name. I messed it up last time. <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Melinda. And I'm Julie. And we are stoked to be here. We are actively pursuing a lot of different avenues for our podcast, but tonight we feel it is our absolute duty to <laughs> recap the last episode of our favorite shit show, 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 days. Yes. I think it was a I'm good excited. one. It was a it was a very interesting episode in some aspects. Yeah, I I definitely had to check and see if it really was only a two hour episode because I swear to God it was like five hours long. See, I did not feel like it was long at all, but at the same time, um, I did watch the preview of the first portion of the episode uh, a few days yeah. ago, so I probably kind of fast forwarded through a good amount of it. And then, so that's probably why it didn't feel like it was forever long for me. I normally watch the preview, but I recently got my sister, hey, Melanie, I miss you already, <laughs> into 90 Day Fiance. And so she's catching up on some of the back seasons of Before the 90 Days and was behind on this season. And so she came to visit me all week, which was amazing. We had so much fun. My sister and I have had an up and down relationship. We're stepsisters by trade, but we don't do steps in our family. So um, we finally had a really great talk. And so she came and spent the week with me because she was stupidly off of work all week. And so we had a blast. So my only question is, um, how many times did your parents, like, say the wrong name? Because uh, all the time, Melanie, you said her (laughs) name is Melanie. Yeah, so her name is Melanie. I'm obviously Melinda. And what's funny yeah. about this is we're only, like, just over a year apart. Okay. Uh, in age. And, like I said, we're stepsisters, so it wasn't, like, a conscious decision. And to make things more confusing, my mom is Mary Sue, and my stepdad's sister is Melissa. Oh, my God. And then Too Melanie and I both had best friends named Megan. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Plus I have cousins named Megan and Michael and I actually have another cousin named Melinda, but that's a Do you have a cousin named Sarah? I do. So Megan, Michael and Sarah? Yes, but on different sides. Megan and Michael are brother and sister. Wait, and you then... you watch not you watch uh, Love After Lockup, right? Yes, it cracks me okay. up every time that <laughs> Megan and Michael are a couple. <laughs> Megan, Michael and Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. That's a and whole so other um... shit show. There's a whole other shit show. We should recap that show. <laughs> well, I'm already recapping that with Miguel of I Want My Podcast, 90 Day Fiance. Oh, my podcast. thanks for the invite, Miguel. Uh, <laughs> Miguel, you are so in trouble. Um, Miguel called me on Facebook at 4.45 yesterday morning, and I don't even know if he remembers it. I did not morning? answer the phone because was I was he drunk? asleep. I, he must have been drunk. Because <laughs> I, I, when I woke up and I saw that, I was like... <laughs> I'm just going to leave that alone because I feel like you were probably drunk. He and I were trying to figure out Zoom call the other day. So it may um, have been like he had a breakthrough and I told him that I would help him with it. Gotcha. 
That's but so homeboy, funny. I am not awake at 4:45 Central, which would be 5:45 your time. So I don't know what the hell you were doing. Yeah, I don't think he sleeps much. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, but that's cool. But I, I think for all you listeners out there, if you're interested, I believe that Julie and I are going to recap Smothered with Miguel. Yes. Yeah. I'm God help us all. That. I um, I haven't. Wa- I started to watch a little bit. And I saw an episode or two from last season, and it was just so disturbing, I couldn't watch it. So I tried to watch it last season because it came on right after 90 Day Fiance, but I mm. like was so disgusted and disturbed by what I was watching. It's really But sick. I watched the preview for the next episode uh, because it came on, you know, a bunch of times throughout the episode last night. And I was trying to figure out if there was some weird love triangle or what the hell was happening because there was a mom and daughter... And it seemed like it was the daughter's boyfriend at his divorce proceeding. And I was trying to figure out if they were getting divorced, but the mom demanded to be there while he, I guess he's divorcing his ex-wife. And I was so lost that I was like, man, now I have to watch this just to figure out what the hell is happening. It's just so weird. I just know that whenever we recap it, I'm going to be so angry when we talk about it because it's just so, I don't know if these people are real (laughs) Or if they're just very sick individuals, I don't know, but I guess we'll yeah, find out. Yeah, those are not healthy boundaries. Oh that's hell a, no! There's a no boundaries. Codependency case. I know there's it one really chick just that be like codependent. Oh yeah, and there, I mean it's way beyond that. It's like one chick is like showering with her mom, and her mom's like washing her body and her hair for her. It's like that's sick. It's it's mildly horrifying, um, you know, like. As a child, sometimes, you know, like, my mom would pull me into the shower if, like, we had gone to the beach and there was sand in my hair and I wasn't very good at washing my hair. Mm-hmm. But that was as a child. Not as a... I mean, you wouldn't go hop in the shower with your mom now and ask her to wash her body. What Not the even fuck? a chance in hell. It's so disturbing. So I have a feeling I'm going to be very angry when we recap it. So you might have to help me take it down a notch. But we are we are going to do that. <laughs> We're not sure exactly when. But as soon as we find out, we'll let everyone know. You know, you just triggered a memory in my head that popped up. What? I, I say absolutely not. But um, after I had my C-section with Charlotte, That's I could barely different. stand up. And she helped. She had to help me shower in the hospital. It's different. For some reason, the hospital thought it would be a great idea to put, like, very high step-in tubs showers. Oh, and, like, God. I literally could barely even step over. I was going to say, I could how do you get your stand. leg up? Yeah, I mean, I was still, like, you know, bleeding and all sorts of shit. So I say <sighs> I take that back. My mom did have to help me bathe. And it That's was different. very demeaning. And I cried the entire time because I was so Aww. embarrassed. <laughs> well, it's not like you're choosing it. Like, it's, like, a, just a fun time. Yeah, no, I mean, like, Austin had, I mean, this was literally the same day that Charlotte was born, so he had the baby, and, like, wow. you know, I would rather my mom wash me at that point than my husband. Yeah, I totally Which I know sounds that. silly, but, like, you know, I just all swollen and bleeding and shit, and he probably would have been creeped out, so. <laughs> well, I, I want to tell you something. my own words. Uh, I want to tell you something before I forget it. Um, when I was leaving on my lunch break today... I saw this really pretty, like, blue, like a sky blue. I think it's a Porsche, but I don't, I don't know anything about luxury cars, so uh, don't quote me on that. But really pretty, top down, 
um, pretty blonde girl in the passenger seat. And as they pass me, because I'm, I'm stopped at a stoplight, as they pass me, I get a glimpse of the guy that's driving. And it's, of course, an old guy, an older guy, and oh, a boy. pretty young blonde. And as they pass me, I see that the license plate says, For my sugar. For the number four, my S U G R. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> Could you be any more blatant of a sugar baby? <sighs> you know what, though? Honestly, if somebody wanted me to be a sugar baby, I would consider it. Girl, you who are you telling? <laughs> Though I always tell people, and I'm going to put this picture, I'm going to put a picture on our Instagram because uh, I got a picture where you can only see like the side of the girl. You can't, you cannot, there's no identifying factors here and you can't see the license plate. I just got like a quick pick on the side, but um, I'm, oh, there's a rainbow in the background. How pretty. Oh, how fun. But I getting a pride mom. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to put that uh, picture up so you guys can see how pretty the color of the car is. But I just thought that was so funny. And you know what? To your point, the older I get, the less judgmental I am. And I mean, you got to make your money. I'd sell some feet pics. Like, girl, you ain't kidding. I'll sell feet pics. Oh, shit. I mean, I actually, honestly, I would probably do more than that. Uh, I'd probably send you my socks or something. <laughs> your your panties after a workout. <laughs> oh my my parents my parents listen to this podcast. So. <laughs> Just sorry, kidding. mom. Sorry, dad. Uh, I promise you, I would do it though. Oh my god! <laughs> so people are into some weird shit, and that's a story for Patreon because I know too much about that stuff. I know. Um, I can't wait to hear your stories of your, uh, your time in, in so Vegas. Many, so many good stories. And nobody, don't don't get all excited, y'all. It was not a um, an escort. But I know a lot of escorts and a lot of strippers. And I used to book calls for escorts at an agency in Vegas. So yeah. one day I will share some stories with you guys and it'll be really fun. But we'll have to do it behind a paywall. So you're going to have to pay for that content. But one so, day. We're not quite to, there yet. To that end, y'all, please go tell your friends, tell your family, subscribe to our podcast, and tell us what you want to hear on our Patreon. We will tell our crazy stories, we'll tell your crazy stories, and leave you anonymous. (laughs) We'll do whatever the heck you want, as long as it doesn't involve murdering somebody, on our Patreon. Yeah. And, I mean, we have so many ideas, and we're so excited about the thought of really telling you guys the juicy stuff, the more secretive stuff, the stuff that we wouldn't just tell anyone who happened to put push play on our podcast. So if like you like the drunken podcast we recorded the other night that we can't release. And then we cannot release. Yeah. So um <laughs> that would be good extra content. Um but you guys let us know if you're interested in Patreon, how much you would be willing to pay, what you would like to see on it, and then eventually as we get a, a steadier stream of listeners and we have a lot of episodes out that's something that we will definitely look into and we have just such great excitement for it every time Mm -hmm. julia and i talk on the phone about what we want to do with the podcast it's like two drunken girls chasing all the add squirrels because we just have (laughs) so many ideas it's it's unbelievable yeah and and just a little hint of something that is coming i just purchased a few kind of like 
old school teen magazines on eBay. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, it's going to be so fun. I think I got like a, a teen people or something. One of them has Josh Hartnett on the cover. Um, one of them is from the year I graduated high school, 2006. And so I'm going to kind of collect these old school magazines from when we were in our in high school and stuff like that. It's going to be really fun and nostalgic. We'll do some, um, we're going to do some like quizzes, some astrology stuff, read some embarrassing stories, and it'll just kind of be like a blast from the past. We're probably going to do that on our weekly bitch fit. So that's something it's to look be forward so to. Fun. I'm so excited. Wait. I had really a lot of fun when we did those quizzes on our bitch fit before. I'm like, I want to do one every episode now. Yeah, I think we should. All right, but so anyways, let's talk about the show. Shit show. Oh yes. my god, there was just there was so many boring people and so many interesting people. So yeah, I, I definitely think we did start some out fast with... forwarding this this episode, which I don't usually yeah. do, but I did a little. I don't blame you. <laughs> um, but I think that we should start out with our newlyweds. Oh my god. <laughs> Usman and baby girl Lisa. I told Ryan that baby girl Lisa's dress looked like a pregnant teen on prom night. Uh, it was not. I said, it was not very complimentary to her body. Oh no! I said, "What did I write down?" Lisa looks like a clown that had all of the color drained out of her outfit <laughs> and then topped it with a snooky poof. Oh, yes, the poof, the poof. Yeah, that was her formal hairstyle. Oh, uh, that is apparently her formal hairstyle. <laughs> and a, then like, her haphazard snuffy poof. Some of her lace looked like doilies, like the, you know, like the old school grandma yes, would crochet a doily <laughs> for the, under your cuff. What really got me, though, is like the polka dots on the sheer sleeves. Oh, my gosh. And then she had bullet boobs. And poor Usman, he was trying to tell her. He, she, he was like, baby love. You should wear a brassiere with that. And she was like, no. Did I he really say that? Yes. I <gasps> had to rewind it. Because I thought she said, I thought he said she shouldn't wear a brassiere with that. But then I rewound it. A brassiere. was like, no, he was telling her to. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. I totally missed that. That is so funny. Yeah. He was like, baby love. Wow. Wear, wear that. Because, you know, it's. You gotta pull them up, basically, is what oh he was trying to gosh. say. Now, is that better or worse than Ed telling Rosemary that she needed to brush her teeth? Better. Come on. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Uh, one is horribly insulting to her hygiene, and one was just like, "You got saggy titties, yo." Bra. You got <laughs> saggy titties. But I mean, really, I think it probably would have rounded out the the like bodice of her dress because it was so like there was so much extra room in the bodice because she's I don't think she's overly well endowed I mean I think she's got like a set of boobs on her but you know I mean not the waist, like Angela the or waistline Darcy was like particularly oh unflattering the whole thing was just awful and then I was like surely she just like bought this at a thrift store no no she had it made oh yeah and, and ever she was since... exclaiming over picking out the fabric and how beautiful the fabric was and I'm like are we looking at the same fabric right now <laughs> Well, but it did my look first, better on the bolt. My first it would have been thought, an excellent tablecloth. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, my first thought when she pulled it out, I looked at Ryan and I was like, really white? Come on now. Like, it was the whitest white. it was white. white. It was not an off-white. It was not an ivory. 
<laughs> it was virgin white. I was under the impression that they would wear like more colorful, traditional type of. Was that just her idea that she wanted to wear like a tra- like an American wedding dress? I don't know because Usman took her to pick out the fabric, and then Usman's tailor made it. Yeah, but I thought she would have worn a more traditional. But I guess because she's white, that may have been like a an appropriation kind of thing. I don't. I don't really know. I don't but know. We, but ever we since skipped. it aired, it's been like all over Instagram. She keeps tagging <laughs> the dressmaker in all of her Instagram posts about oh, this so and so made my beautiful dress, and then. It's so funny because in a few of the posts she wrote tailor made, but it was like T A Y L O R. Oh, Jesus. This was my tailor made dress. It's like, oh. Do you think that the tailor was trolling her? No. I think they had to work with what they had, and that wasn't yeah. much. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, we did skip the initial scene because. I, I thought that it was particularly funny because they were dealing with the aftermath of their argument in front of Usman's family and she tried to get like very philosophical and like wistful about their relationship like she was very girlish and sweet and I'm like Lisa we know who you are <laughs> but she's just like continuing to do this like see how far I can push Usman and then try to just like cower and acquiesce just enough and it, it just pissed me off. Because I'm like, poor Usman. I almost did feel bad for him. Um, because it, it honestly looks like they're having an arranged marriage. Just the way they interact with each other. Because he's just, like, resigned to marrying her. Well, and it's like, they, they have such an immature relationship. And it's actually, all the immaturity is on her side. Which is kind of crazy, because she's, like, decades older. But right. the way that she acts reminds me of relationships that I was in when I was 15 or 16 or, you know, yeah. 19, yeah. where you you intentionally push someone's buttons just so you can cause a fight, so you can storm out and throw a fit and then come back. It's like, it's just such a toxic and immature type of relationship. I can't tell you how many times I've looked at Ryan and been like, are we, like, boring? Is there something wrong with us? Because we just get along. It's like, I can't remember the last time I slammed a door and screamed at him. It's been at least three years. <laughs> like, I, it's just such an immature way to see a successful relationship. I feel attacked right now. <laughs> <laughs> are you a door slammer? I am a door slammer. Oh, for yeah. Sure. Um... But Austin and I, like, are, we're just both strong personalities in our own right. And so, Mm -hmm. but we're very different in that I am very open with my thoughts, feelings, emotions, yada, yada, yada. And Mm -hmm. so, like, when he does something that I don't particularly like, like, I try to point it out. And I don't always point it out nicely. I can't sit here and pretend that I'm, like, a saint. Uh, sometimes I'm snappy and rude, but other times when I try to point out something very nicely and just like in a calm environment where we're not arguing, neither of us are pissed off. Like it always, almost always ends up in an argument. Uh, even tonight, like I, we got into a really bad fight two days ago. And so I was trying to point out now that everything's de-escalated and whatever, like, Hey, when you said this, it really bothered me because 
you know, like you had never said anything to indicate that this was something that bothered you. And then all of a sudden you're slamming it in my face. And like, you know, it's, you say it very harshly and I'm like, you could have just told me that like, Hey, you don't think I'm doing this enough or I'm, you're doing too much of that. And you want me to share that. Like, just tell me. Oh yeah. That's how I am. Like, just say it. I think it's pretty classic, like male, female communication. Well, and that's not to say that I haven't been a door slammer. Um, I have been divorced, so (laughs) I've slammed a lot of doors. I've thrown things. I've broken cell phones. I've, uh, yeah, you know, there's been, there's been a lot of stuff there, but Ryan is just such a laid back person. It's like a good contrast because it's like, I'm kind of the wild one and he's the calm one. So, but yeah, that's kind of how it is too. Austin will say that he's very tolerant of me and the things that I do. But I'm like, okay, your tolerance, though, is is really unhealthy because you don't ever say anything when it bothers you until we're in a fight. And then every bad feeling you've ever thought towards me comes out times 100. Oh, yeah. I hate that. And then I'm, like, sobbing. And then you just think that I'm trying to, like, make you feel bad for me. But I'm like, no, you just assaulted me with, like five months worth of bad feelings like, that's on, yeah man. that's definitely classic uh, men versus women because women express their feelings in general more and a man will kind of just push things away push them aside push them aside and then they blow up and it comes out so yeah i mean that's pretty typical it happens yeah. you know you just have to decide what's worth it yeah, but, I mean, I think we can both agree that baby girl Lisa is incredibly toxic and immature. Oh, she's in terrible. And I, I am proud of Usman when he says, like, listen, this is not how we are going to live our lives. Like, this mm-hmm. is not okay. And if this continues, I'm out. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. they had a they had a cute little wedding. I thought that the officiant was like, praise God, you know, when they, when they said their vows. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. Because his family looked like they would all rather be digging their own graves. Uh, yeah, see, I was going to say, I didn't feel like it was a cute uh, wedding because the entire time I didn't see a single person smile. No. I saw a couple but of his friends laugh. their reception looked super fun. I mean, except she wasn't allowed to dance. I thought that was interesting. Oh, see, I missed that. I was wondering why she wasn't dancing. She said that uh, the women aren't allowed to dance with men. Oh, there. okay. Either way, their dancing was fun I was like, to watch. that sucks because my ass would have been twerking on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would have gone to jail in Nigeria and never been able to come back. At my the wedding, end. I danced with my husband, obviously, and then I danced with both of my dads. But um, it was pretty funny because me and my, my stepdad started out to uh, the Brad Paisley song, He Didn't Have to Be, because that was always oh our song. Oh my god, I love that but so then, much. But then, like, as soon as we got through that chorus, we switched and started dancing to um, Jump On It. <laughs> I love that. And everybody stared at us like we were insane. I was like, man, I really thought that people were going to have more fun with this. Oh, I would have loved that. That's but so fun. I'm glad, and we have really funny pictures. And oh, then I bet. Me and, me and my, uh, my biological father danced to... Um, Oh, God. Why can't I think of it all of a sudden? A song from Fiddler on the Roof. I love that you danced with both of them. That's awesome. Yeah. That's special. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, 
I had my stepdad walk me down the aisle, but I had my biological father take me on a walk before that, so we have pictures with both of them, Aww. and we had a nice little conversation. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of weird Stuff. dynamics <laughs> in our relationships, but, you know, I, yeah. I, I don't ever set out to hurt anybody. Um, well, so, I think it's nice yeah. that you include both of them. Yeah, they both gave speeches. It, it was fun. That's awesome. It definitely sounds like more fun than Usman and and Lisa's wedding, because I swear to God, I did, I saw his friends laugh in the background a couple times. Mm -hmm. I did not see a single person smile. They all just looked like, this is a fucking nightmare. I only showed up because TLC is going to pay me $50 today. Like, it was sad to me. I know. And it was really sad when they were like, oh yeah, Muhammad, his older brother, and uh, his mom left after the wedding because his mom wasn't feeling good. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure she wasn't feeling good. Yeah, she probably wanted to puke. Yeah, I would have vomited during the ceremony. I feel like Lisa is so oblivious to the way it all looks and what people think about it. I don't know. I think she's oblivious to reality in general. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think she's overconfident, that's for sure. I definitely thought when Usman decided to serenade her with the uh, Baby Girl Lisa song that it looked like he was singing to his grandma. <laughs> I actually said that out loud to my husband. I said, oh, how sweet is it that he's singing to his grandma <laughs> at their reception. That's awesome. That I mean, that was, was that was all that they had in their sh- segment, right? It was yeah. their wedding yeah, and their yeah. reception? Okay. Yeah, they just kept having like a bunch of like smaller scenes. I thought it was cute when... Usman finally got up and dressed for the wedding. He was really excited, and I was honestly surprised. Like, he was jumping around and looking at me and looking at her, and I was like, oh, that's cute. Yeah. Poor Usman. He looked really nice. I love the traditional um, wedding attire. See, I I said the same thing. I think that just clothing in general is just so pretty. Uh, yeah, and that's exactly what I said. I said, I love the way Usman dresses. Because yeah. Michael doesn't always dress in the traditional outfits. Um, no. I mean, he does sometimes. And I just, like, I think they look so nice. I think that their clothing style is so unique. And it looks very comfortable. Um, but I think, you know, they take a lot of pride in their traditional dress. And that, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I love it. I can always think, I always get excited when I see them. Especially, like, Angela. Angela looked looks so beautiful at their engagement oh, party. She like did. She looked so She looked beautiful. like she was made for like that clothing was made for her. Like just because so she pretty. didn't she didn't look like she was squeezed into an outfit. Her titties weren't and she busting was embracing out of her it. shirt. And she she embraced it. She thought she was a little nervous. Like I, I love when Angela is nervous because she's vulnerable. Yeah. And she's actually, like, a likable person. Well, you can say a lot of things about Angela, but she is so respectful of... I, I really feel like she's very respectful of the culture for the most part. And for the most part, yeah. And incredibly Especially respectful to his, to his mother. Yeah. Yeah. So, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I, I definitely like her more than Lisa. Lisa's a nightmare. Okay. Well, I'm done with them. Are you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to somebody boring. Um, <laughs> little Big Ed. Uh, basically, he meets up with his daughter, and it was super fucking awkward. But then they made up, and that's all I wrote. I think he's so full of shit. Like, I... First of all, his daughter's name. beautiful. 
Ryan was like, he made her? And I was like, I bet his mom, her mom's really pretty, I'm sure. She is gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and I, I just... what she said was very, like, you know, legit. She was, she was mature about it, but she was just like, Dad, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I guarantee well, you, Dad, if you're listening, if you had gone after a woman that was my age, I would have slashed your tires. Well, and the fact that, like, she, uh, Rosemary's, like, eight years, like, five or six years younger than his daughter, it's so gross. And, and honestly, whenever I hear people say, like, Ed kept talking about how, um, his daughter is, he said his daughter was the love of his life. That was such, so awkward to me. That's a weird thing to say about your child. Um... I don't know if I agree with that, but okay. I feel like anytime someone goes on and on about how their child is their world and blah, 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 usually they're like a shit parent. And I think that that's 100% yeah, no, I do the agree deal with, with Ed. Because other than Ed saying at the beginning that his daughter wasn't talking to him, he has not mentioned his daughter until Rose dumped him. And then he's like, well, I guess I better go make up with my daughter. He a thousand percent would have chosen Rose over his own daughter. Well, and that's what I actually screamed that at it. I said, listen, he said, you know, you are my number one priority. No, it's not true. You mean, you mean more to me than anything else. And I'm like, but she doesn't because you knew how she felt and you did it anyway. And now you're coming back and trying to like lick her boots and, you know, do damage control because it didn't work out the way you wanted it to. And they I don't always believe him say for a that their kids are number one. Yeah. I don't believe him for a second when he says that he doesn't regret anything with Rose. I'm like, bullshit. You absolutely regret it because you got fucked. I can guarantee you that because Ed and his ex-wife uh, divorced so quickly after getting married and having a baby, I can pretty much guarantee you that he wasn't there 30% of the time for his kid her whole life. 100%. It's always those people that aren't present, that do the least, that want to brag the most about how much their kid means to them. 100%. Always. And I guarantee that he never paid child support once. Oh, probably not. Yeah. Um, I, know, I know when I was reading over his bank statement and his, uh, what's it called, <sighs> bankruptcy statement, like it, it never listed anything about back child support damn girl uh, that's a deep dive <laughs> stark hasn't posted it uh. easy. Um, <laughs> but he filed for bankruptcy twice in uh the last maybe I don't know, he less should than think about years. getting a real job yeah it was really stupid and he has like a shit ton of student loans for what for nothing uh. He's just a creepy photographer with, like, photos of his models taped to his wall. Oh, I'm sorry. He has the degrees in, um, interior design. <laughs> so let's talk about Ed's interior design for a moment, because I would like to point out a few things. Okay? Half-naked women, creepily taped all over the walls. In his bathroom, he has these, like, bondage shoots. He's got creepy, just, like, 
pictures taped all over the walls. He had a feather tickler in the background. Ew. Like, I saw it was someone pointed out, like, a bra hanging in his bathroom or something. Like, Yeah, well, that, that was the there? same picture that we were looking at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bra. I was like, whose bra is that? <sighs> Maybe it's his. Ugh, he's gross. Plot he's twist. Disgusting. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a lot to say about Ed that's positive in any kind of way. No, he's gross. Like, he's a creepy think old he gets man. What he deserves. Yeah, he is. He, he's a creepy old man who wants to play the father of the year card, like so many of these many of these losers. I don't. know. He just sucks. And I. Exactly. I wish. Why aren't they following Rosemarie? Why didn't they follow her back to her home? Uh, interview her. It's so strange to me. It's like I have she a feeling she probably refused. It. If I were to take a guess, I think she refused. I don't know. I feel like she would want would have wanted to tell her side of the story, but I guess she already had. Yeah, I and I, I have a feeling that based on the little bit that I've seen in the preview for the tell all that that we will have more resolution to that. I know Big Ed is going to call her out for being in a relationship with a woman, which I believe we said back when we saw the names on her walls. <laughs> oh. But she wasn't in a relationship with the woman while they were in a relationship. Well, I think he's alleging that she was. Well, whatever. Which good for her. Get you somebody that's I don't not think psycho. so. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but I mean She doesn't strike me as a type that would be in a relationship with a woman. Well, she might be, but I don't think she was in a relationship with someone. Why would she be calling Ed Daddy to her son and going into all of that if she was really it just doesn't make sense to me. Because she wants to live in America. Oh, I didn't realize the woman was in America. Well, no, I just meant that. Oh, she, that's the only reason she's she was selling so hard to Big Ed is that oh, she yeah, wanted to get course. to America for Prince. I don't oh, even yeah. think it was about her. Like I think she truly does care about her child and just wanted a better life for him. She well, reminds yeah. me a lot of uh, Hazel from Tariq and Hazel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Well, we'll see. I cannot wait to see. What she has to say on the tell-all. I'm so excited. I cannot wait for the tell-all, man. Yeah, I'm kind of glad that I I did read a handful of spoilers, but I really didn't watch any of the leaked footage, and I'm kind of glad that I didn't, because I'm excited to watch it. I am too. I, I do regret reading the little bit that I did, but I think, you know, editing magic will pull it all together, and I know that there's a lot that we didn't read. Mm-hmm. Um, but a hat tip to the TLC producers, because I couldn't imagine trying to edit all that Zoom drama, man. Like, people talking over each other. That had to have been, like, a nightmare. Like, I get a migraine when I think about it too much. I'm thinking that maybe after there was leaked footage, they probably made some changes to the show itself. So, I don't know. It'll be cool to see it. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of yelling over each other. It's going to be like, it's going to be like when you watch one of those new shows and they have like four correspondents on the screen and they're all yelling at each other and talking over each other. Oh yeah. It's going to be like that. to watch those shows. <laughs> like the, the, the financial shows, like what is it? Around the table, round table, yeah, around the square. Like I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> around the square. <laughs> I can picture the little arrows, but I don't remember what it's called, but it's always like, it's like four corners of people. And I can't even remember if it's a financial show or a sports show. It's like a really unfun version of. Uh, Hollywood Squares. <laughs> yeah. 
like a really shitty it's not like boring fun. foursquare <laughs> <laughs> all right let's let's <laughs> what else let's talk got? about steph barf i mean she there's not a lot going on here but i i thought it it was kind of funny so i, I feel like maybe i should read my notes yes directly because do it I tend to write, like, a stream of consciousness, so I wrote Steph. She's hanging out with her mom, and she comes out while eating goulash, as you do. Mm, yeah. Uh, but uh, the highlights of this were Steph's mom thinks that she's confused about her sexuality, which I think is normal. Yeah. Steph is like, uh, no, bro, I'm bi. That's just, that's just who I am. This is not the first time. This won't be the last time. And her mom just says, listen to me. This is not what I pictured for you. This is not what I thought would happen. I always pictured you marrying somebody somewhere in the Czech Republic and having a happy life and kids and all that. And I have the right to tell you that. And I thought that was a very wise thing that she said. Because every, uh, you know, gay, bi, trans what have you person I've ever talked to that has their shit together says like, yes, your family and friends have the right to mourn the loss of the person that they thought you were, but that doesn't mean they can't be accepting. And right. so then she said to her, you know, I have the right to tell you that. But then she followed that up with Steph. Listen, I will accept anything that makes you happy. All I ever want is for you to be happy I will be happy for you. And Steph is like, well, should I tell you, you know, if I'm in a relationship? And she said, yes, of course. And just jumps up and hugs her. And I just thought that was very sweet and moving. But I also want to say I fucking called it. Yeah. Steph had all this buildup about her mom. And I'm like, you're not giving your parent enough credit. Well, Steph has all this buildup about everything. Just like when she, she doesn't shut the hell up about her disease all season long. And then she shows up to the airport without a mask. Without a fucking mask. I was like, like are you God fucking that's kidding me? That's the perfect like, representation on, of who she is as a person. Like, drama, <sighs> drama, drama. Garbage. Oops, I forgot my drama. Like, like, you were all prepared on the flight there. So what happened on the way back? Like, what the fuck were you doing? I mean, I will say that her mom's faces were so classic. She looked yeah. really horrified when... <laughs> I mean, she looked really upset when Stephanie was telling her that she was bi. But I, I totally 1,000% can can understand why she, you know, said, well, this is not what I pictured for you. It's not what I wanted for you. It's only natural for a parent to have dreams and, and hopes for who their child will be. And I don't think anyone dreams and hopes for their child to have a lifestyle that may put them in a position where they're not treated fairly or maybe they're discriminated against or something. Just just being different. I, sure. I don't know. You just hope you... I mean, you... no, I agree with you because as a parent, and I'm, and I'm not even saying that, like, those of you that are not parents can't relate to these same feelings but I can say that I thought I knew what it was like to be a parent before I became a parent but there's physical changes and chemical changes mm -hmm. in your body that 
it just changes how you feel mm-hmm. and it's it's not even a bad thing it's just like especially for women more than men it, when you give birth or even adopt i'm sure because there's a got to be a chemical change in that because you've chosen this child to be yours and you give your life for them but like mm-hmm. you'll do anything to protect them mm-hmm. and exactly what you said like no parent wants their child to ever be in any kind of physical discomfort or difficult situation if we could mm-hmm. all put our kids in bubbles we would because that's just a human feeling mm-hmm it, I can only imagine why... how black and brown parents are feeling right now. And I mean, I have literally cried for days just thinking about how those parents have to be feeling where their kids can't walk down the streets safely. Like, that's a horrifying thing. So, of course, to a mother who is from a very different country, like the Czech Republic, where mm-hmm. they're very behind in their way of thinking. Like, yeah. She's, she's not thinking that like okay yeah for the most part it's it's more accepted to be anybody in the lgbtq plus spectrum which it's still not and they have a lot of trials and tribulations that they're still going through so she just doesn't want her kid to have to deal with any discomfort especially when she has this life-threatening disease well and 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 everybody like i i you want grandkids you know sure it's like of course gay people can have kids but it's not as easy. And, you know, like, one of my greatest dreams is for my kids to have several children. So, I mean, as long as they can afford to take care of them and, you know, they're in a position to do that. But I can't fucking wait to have grandkids. I mean, yes, I can fucking wait. But when I have grandkids, I'm going to be so fucking excited. Like, sure. it's so awesome because you get all the beauty and all the fun and all the the child giggles and all of that stuff, but you don't have to do the hard everyday stuff. And so it's like the thought of that, and, you know, she mentioned that. She was like, I thought you would marry a man and have kids and and all of that. And, you know, I tend to be more on the conservative side um, in most things, but... um. I never, I never agreed with the whole, like, being gay as a choice thing. Because I was like, who would choose that? Who would choose to be, especially when it wasn't as accepted as it is now, like, who would choose to go down a path that is hard, that you'll maybe be beaten up, or killed, or made fun of, or, like, why would you choose that? I don't ever, like, I never was on board with that way of thinking. I absolutely agree with you. And when people have said that to me, and I, I mean, I'm not going to lie that I haven't had these conversations with my parents, but like, I've, when I've always come back at them and said that exact thing, why would you choose to, to be persecuted? Yeah. Why would you choose to do something that puts you in harm's way that, that people don't understand sense. that makes you an outcast that... Like, could have you murdered for no reason other than that's who you are. Like, I never, I never was on board with that way of thinking. It just, it isn't logical. No. And it's nice that her mom's just like, I, and I knew it was going to go this way. I knew her mom was going to be way cooler than she was making it out to oh, be. Yeah. And it was a nice moment. It was, the shock on her face seemed very genuine. But then to wrap it all up and of course, I love you no matter what. 
But I do the I have an issue with these shows because I don't think that conversations like this should be done in front of a camera crew on national television. Hundred percent agree. It's totally Some things disrespectful. Are just supposed to be private. It, yeah. it it makes you not react the way that you may mm-hmm. if you were in private, for better or for worse. But I you, I can you absolutely can't guarantee you that I would emotions. act different if I knew that the entire world was going to be watching me and judging the way that you reacted. Right. It's not a. It doesn't allow you to have authentic emotions in that moment. And I just, I honestly think it's really disrespectful, especially for someone who has, you know, a more conservative mother and who's from a more conservative country and you know that it may upset her. Why would you set her up like that? You got the, you got her mic'd up. You got the cameras on her. She thinks she was on this, like, I mean, you deceived her the whole time. She thought she was on a documentary about your illness. Like, I I just think that's such a shitty thing to do. No, you're 100% right. (sighs) I would be pissed if that was my kid. Me too. I'd be like, I don't care that you're bi, but what the fuck? You've been lying about all of this? Right, you've been lying to me and now you're ambushing me. Exactly. Yes. Like, you purposely did this when you knew that my reaction would be recorded. Yeah. Meanwhile, her brother is just sitting there high as shit. Stuffing his face with goulash, and you cannot tell me otherwise. That kid was high as fuck. He could barely oh, open yeah. his eyes. He's a total skater kid. I was actually like, okay, he's kind of cute. Like, if I was oh, younger, I'd be into no. him. Yeah. I question I... your judgment. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I told you I'm going to show you uh, somebody I dated when I was younger. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Oh, you should definitely question my judgment. I'm not going to argue with you on that one. Oh, you should question mine too. Um, <laughs> I don't even care if he's listening, honestly. But the the guy that caused me the most strife in my relationship with my parents because he was way too old for me, mm-hmm. and I dated him for three years, which probably wouldn't have happened had they not prevented me from dating him. Yeah. He looks a hundred percent like Mr. Bean. Oh my god. At least yeah. mine was hot, but, like, bad boy hot, and, like, no. you always think bad boys are hot, and then you have to deal with the bad boy part of it, and it's like... <laughs> yeah, and there's that problematic part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then then you have to deal with them, like, cheating on you and having babies with other girls. <laughs> yeah. Another one yeah. for Patreon. Oh, boy. <laughs> Alright, who's next? Um, the next on my, my list of notes... Literally just says, fucking Yolanda. (laughs) (laughs) And I think I texted you and was like, I have all these paragraphs of notes for all these people, and then fucking Yolanda. (laughs) I don't even remember what happened. Nothing. Nothing fucking happened. She she hired a private investigator, and he was like, yeah, it sounds like this is a pretty classic case of catfishing. And I looked at my husband and I said, it's pretty fucking sad that now, like, actual investigators and lawyers are using the term catfishing, and that I hope Neve trademarked that term oh i'm sure yeah but you know what i i'm watching it and i'm like god i was like this show has single-handedly put private investigators like back on the map like everybody's (laughs) hiring a private investigator like they don't know how google works you're absolutely right (laughs) she's so stupid after i watched this (laughs) familiar with that 
I'm what not familiar. <laughs> common sense. I'm not familiar with that. With common oh, I sense. I don't know that. Wow. Well, after I watched this episode, I had to watch um, Dr. Phil does a lot of catfishing episodes. And they're so good. And they're so bad. I can't stop watching catfish episodes, honestly. <laughs> well, I've just... seen all every catfish episode probably twice, but you got it now you have to watch the Dr. Phil catfish episodes. I cannot believe the amount God, of I'm... money that people send these people. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. I really can't stand Dr. Phil though. No, I know, but like he's I like awful. to watch I like to watch how stupid people are and feel better about myself, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, like, if it's on, like, I'll watch it. It's not my choice to ever put it on. But, like, my mother-in-law likes all the judge shows and the Dr. Phil's and shit like that. So, yeah. like, I end up getting sucked into it. And then, uh, and I can tell you this has happened on more than one occasion. She's had it on and I sat down to talk to her and watch it. And then suddenly it's five hours later. <laughs> oh, I'm like, what just happened to my life? <laughs> I don't know what happened. I used to do that with my grandma, with my great grandma, but it was always her stories. Like, yeah. the worst, the worst, uh, what are they called? Soap operas. Do you, did you ever watch Passions? No, I didn't watch Passions. Um, what's really funny is that my grandmother was not at all one of those, like, Bible thumpers that would, like, shove her beliefs down your throat and judge you harshly. Mm-hmm. If you didn't believe her, but she truly believed in the Bible and she believed in God and she lived her life the way that the Bible said to do it. And, but she was also very tolerant of other people. Like my, my mom's That's exactly former boss in Ocala, like he was flaming gay. <laughs> he he also had an alternate ego as a um, uh, drag queen named what? Augusta Winds. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but, I mean, like, she would invite him and his husband over. Like, she was really nice, and she just believed, you know, love this, hate the sin, love the sinner. Like, and yeah. so I, I believe, you know, that's a that's a very perfect way to do it. But for some reason, this woman who never cursed, drank, smoked, anything, loved as the world turns, and, um, well, God, what's the other one? Uh, young and the Restless. And it never okay. made sense to me. Once I realized, like, what those shows were about, I'm like, how are you watching these shows? <laughs> <laughs> like, these are just raunchy. <laughs> yeah, my grandpa, my grandma was the, th- my, the same. My great-grandma, she was uh, very Catholic, would say her rosary in the morning. Wonderful, kind, loved everyone. Um, and she used to watch her stories, too. And she, I will never forget, like, watching Passions. It was the most absurd, absurd <laughs> Soap opera I've heard ever. tales of passions. Passions had like witches and stuff on it. What? No. Yeah. Come on. Cool, like queens and I don't know. It was absolutely ridiculous. I, uh, you know, so but she used to watch that and I, I just watch it with her and be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. That is crazy. Yeah. Witches and all kinds of weird shit. I love it. Now I have to go watch it. I was named after a character off of Guiding Light. Oh, were you? Mm-hmm. Oh. There was a character in the 90s named Mindy Sue. She wasn't, like, even a huge character, but my mom watched it back in the day, and she that's why she named me Melinda Sue. Aw. Well, maybe we should recap an episode of <laughs> Passions or something. 
Oh God. Well, that'd I'm, be I, I'm down. I'll I'll recap anything. <laughs> All right. Where um, are we at? So, so oh, following that was Stephanie. Fucking Yolanda. Oh, yo, is fucking Yolanda. Yeah. Fucking Darcy. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't watch any of this. I fast forward through all of Darcy. I'm so frustrated. I'm like, can we stop? Darcy is not a couple. She hasn't been part of a couple this entire season. She has no storyline. Can you stop wasting 10 minutes of my life every every other every week? Stop it. Yeah. So, I'll I'll recap it very quickly. Basically, Darcy puts on her knockoff Louis Vuitton uh, rain boots and is standing on top of her knockoff Louis Vuitton luggage to do her makeup. She and Stacy go get their nails done. Stacy says that uh, Florian's K1 visa interview is coming up soon. And Darcy is, you know, doing her girl power chant thing. And then at the end, she throws in there that Tom had his friend who grew up with him in Nottingham and now lives in New Jersey reach out to her and say that Tom said he made a mistake and that he um, was asking his friend to bridge a communication with them and she didn't answer. And then Tom had his mom reach out to her and she still didn't answer. Uh, she, she says that she didn't respond. I think that's bullshit. But I will say that the girl that we saw Tom with in Canada on this episode is now engaged to somebody else. So... Yeah. That went quickly. Um, I was going to say, do you believe that Tom had a friend text her? They showed the screenshot of the conversation. Okay, but that doesn't answer my question. Whether that happened or not. I, <laughs> I don't know if I believe it. I, I think I do believe it because I think Tom is also a psychopath. Um, I mean, I would believe more that Tom made like a Google voice number or something. And pretended to be his friend. Okay, yeah, I see that. Because I do think there was some kind of communication. Men don't do shit like this. I don't. Men don't say, "Hey, you know, I know I'm like 45, but will you like text this girl that I like and tell her that I'm sorry?" (laughs) Fuck off. That did not happen. I don't believe that his mother texted her either. I think, if anything, he made like fake phone numbers and texted her. And that's even if I believe that that happened. I don't even know if I believe that that happened. Yeah, I don't know. I also don't care. And I don't really want to waste any more time talking to them. Because we still have two couples left. And they're the big ones. So, behind door number one we have David and Lana. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Hold on, I'm looking at the photo you just sent me. Is this the Mr. Bean guy? Yeah. Okay, I got a real problem. First of all, he has two pierced ears, multiple piercings. Yeah. Um, he's got like the real, like real rounded hat brim. Is it called a brim hat? Yes, the brim of a hat. (laughs) It looks like he should have some fishing, fishing hooks on it. Have (gasps) you seen guys? (laughs) What? Uh, yeah, girl, I'm from the country, of course. Oh, yeah, you know. And he's got a stupid necklace and a stupid earrings, and he has a puby beard. He does have a puby beard. He also had an eyebrow ring at the time. Um, and that is an actual picture from when we were dating. Well, don't talk shit about eyebrow rings, because I used to have one. Oh, I will talk shit about everybody that has an eyebrow ring. <gasps> but I looked hot like Fergie. Fergie is not hot. <laughs> I looked hotter than Fergie. <laughs> I'm 
calling you out, girl. I'll show have, you. I'll show you a picture. I had a I'll lip it, ring, so I mean, I'll I'm put talking it on shit about Instagram. myself, too. Uh, but nobody looks good with an eyebrow ring, and it always leaves a terrible scar. Fuck off. I'm No, I have a little bit of a scar, but it's not bad. I, I'm going to show you how cute I was with my eyebrow ring. All right. Uh, bring I'll it put on. it on Instagram. <laughs> we'll put it on Instagram, and everybody vote and tell Julia. Oh, my right. God. You're going to have people vote? Wow. Yeah. That's mean. I'll actually put it in on our stories, too, so that they can actually vote. Okay. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. What is the, what is the thing going to be? Is Julie cuter than Fergie with an eyebrow ring? No. Does Julie <laughs> look hot with an eyebrow ring? Okay. All right. I'll show you. Because that is your allegation. It I is. Will not, I will not lead the witness. I stand by... I, I said it, and I meant it. I Let's said see. it, and I meant it. <laughs> anyway. David and Lana... So, um, we, we catch up with David while he is creating his helmet of hairspray, and he's telling us that Lana won't I have a question. How does he put so much hairspray in a wig? I don't believe it's a wig. I think he just has terrible hair. I don't know. There's been a lot of hairstyles. No, but remember, and he posted the pictures, um, that were for, obviously, like, the 1970s. He had the same haircut. Well, maybe he he just has a terrible haircut. No, there's been a lot of, a lot of hairstylists that are like, for sure it's a wig and this is how you can tell. But I, when I see him putting all that hairspray in, I'm like, how do you wash a wig? I mean, but either way, uh, people do put hairspray in a wig, so. How? I don't know. How do you get it out? It just seems like it all be crusty. I mean, I've worn like shitty wigs for plays, but like, I don't know. I, I, Girl, I don't know. Well, I think it's rude that you don't know, but carry on. I think it's rude that you disrupted my flow. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Anyway, so David is telling us that Lana will not meet him at his hotel, and she still won't give him her phone number while he's there. And out of the <laughs> eight days that he's been there, he's only seen her for two. And so Lana says he can't hang out. She can't hang out with him today because she has to babysit her nephew. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So they meet up at a cafe where, upon greeting her, he basically molests her while she stands completely stock still, like, make this stop happening. And he's just like, mmm. He's sniffing her hair. He's making weird moaning noises. He's a fucking creep. He is disgusting. Like, he's genuinely disturbing. And I, I said that to Austin, too. I was like, he's not just, like, a creepy old man who likes younger girls. Like, he is genuinely disturbing. He stalked her across the world. He stalked her world. across the world. The- Literally. So the, the producer is asking Lana questions in her ITM and she says that, yeah, he makes her happy and she likes him and she's glad he's here and he doesn't, she doesn't want him to leave, but she's literally like smirking while she says that. And I'm like, okay, sure, Jan. So he (laughs) asks her to get off the site and she says, yeah, okay, I will get off the site. And so then he gives her a brand new iPhone and she looks genuinely terrified and i guarantee that he has stalker mode activated in that that's what i told ryan i said i'll bet you a million dollars he's got a tracker on that bitch absolutely i said girl if you have any kind of brain in your head you will ditch that phone in a dumpster and say you got robbed oh yeah and 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 it's not like she didn't have a phone she just didn't want to give him her phone number because she makes money off the site even though he swears that she doesn't like she doesn't need a phone well if she's not making money off of that site then she is being held against her will he was trying to give her 
an airtight reason to respond to him. Oh, yeah. But I thought it was funny when he happen. called her later and she didn't answer. I know, answer. he called her and she didn't answer. I was like, she ain't gonna answer that phone. She's already fucking sold it on the black market. Come on. I'm like, how's that? You bought her a $1,000 phone she didn't even answer your call. hey It's so actually anyways. the perfect representation of their relationship thus far. Exactly. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious that he said, Lana has agreed to escort me to the airport, and I think that's a major milestone in our relationship. Oh, wow. I'm like, I mean, Uber will do that, too, for a minute. I was like, I mean, I've taken, like, strangers to the airport. (laughs) (laughs) Creepy. I guess that means we're best friends now? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You should totally do it. You should go back to their hotel room. Yeah, we have a local mom's group on Facebook, and they often ask, like, hey, uh, are there any moms that do Uber or anything or want to give me a ride because I'd rather give you my money than some stranger? And I'm like, I've literally taken people to the airport. Yeah. And I don't let them pay me, but it's just, like, a safe way to get to the freaking airport. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, more than that, I'm really grossed out that, uh, he kept, like, trying to get her to come to his hotel room. Yeah, he was gonna be so sleazy and creepy. Like, oh, it made me so uncomfortable. It made my stomach recoil. Well, the fact that he's like, I really hope that she will be more affectionate towards me. Uh, it has nothing to do with that. You just wanted to fuck to make sure that it was all good before you proposed. Exactly. Yeah. You're a disgusting human being. He's a dirtbag. That you get what you deserve. It makes me very happy that they are not together anymore. Yeah. But, um, he, she goes to the airport with him and he's super sad that he's leaving and she's like oh i'm gonna miss him blah 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 and i'm like hmm, okay that is your she contractual just obligation totally to say so. uncomfortable she looks like she she looks like he is like the creepy old man from down the street that like kidnapped the girl off her bike and now she's out in public and she can't let anyone know that she's been kidnapped but she kind of, like, shows you with her facial expressions. That's yes. what she looked like to me. Like, She constantly me. looks like she's afraid. Yes. And I would be, too. He's such a fucking creep. So I was super surprised when he says, okay, I have to go. And he walks away that she did not immediately turn around and leave. Oh, yeah. I would have been out of there. So then he comes back and he proposes to her and he like tries to do this like romantic gesture where he's like leaving and then he's like i can't leave without doing this so disgusting like i just couldn't with him so anyway she says yes and she's excited to get married to david and move forward with the k1 visa and go to las vegas no she's just excited to get to vegas to nevada to uh what should we call it the u.s yeah the u.s of a all of that to say, let's talk about fucking Jeffrey and Varya, because what a... Is that the last couple? Yes. Oh. I thought they had the best story this week. I hate they to did. say it, but they it was, did. It was quite an arc for one episode. <laughs> like, it was literally an entire season's worth of activities in one episode. So, so they start out... I'm sorry, One of ahead. the... I was just gonna say, what one of the main things that I just kept saying over and over and thinking to myself was... If I was Mary, I would be fucking furious when I saw this. I said the same thing. Yeah. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Because this is what irritates me. In the show, he says, 
it's been like two or three weeks. But then on Instagram, he said it had been three months. And I'm like, we all know you're lying. Yeah. Okay, you already said it was three weeks. So in that three weeks, he says that he hasn't talked to Varya and that he's moved on with Mary and they obviously slept together. And then the next fucking day, Varya shows up, which whether that is a coincidence or not, I don't know. I truly believe that she was working on a tourist visa to surprise him in the U.S. I don't believe that was contrived, because obviously she couldn't have gotten to the U.S. without having previously been working on it. Mm-hmm. However, I think, I, I, I go back and forth whether I think he was surprised. I think Mary was definitely surprised, even if he was in on it. He didn't tell her, because he's fucking fame whore and just loves the drama. But... So anyway, we we go back to them hanging out with his friends at the bar, and then Mary shows up, and she pulls him aside and is like, can I talk to you? And she's just like, what the fuck, dude? And he was like, I didn't know, but I have to see where this goes. And I'm like, that is a slap in the face. Oh, yeah. And of course they're having this conversation, like, in front of everybody else, essentially. So then she walks back over with him, and he's like, okay, yeah, let's all just hang out and have a good time. And Varya is immediately like, I want to talk to you, Mary. My good god, man. This this yeah. bitch is getting, like, twirled around like Tasmanian devil. Varya is such a fucking mean girl. She is! And I was <sighs> so upset because I actually really liked Varya. I thought she had poor decision-making skills, but... Uh, I... The she was so is... mean to Mary. I was like, damn, girl. But I do believe that Mary is also a mean girl and probably texts her. Oh, While no. they were dating. Yeah, well, I'm sure... No, Mary's a desperate and mean girl. I totally see that. But Varya had no reason to treat her the way that she did because it's not her fault that What's-His-Face came home and wanted to use her as his backburner girl like he has been. It's just, it wasn't her fault. This is an issue of, like, holding it against the other woman and not giving the man responsibility no you're absolutely right but then again like they hadn't spoken and like he said wasn't that like kind of a a hint to you that i didn't respond any of your messages for weeks on end so i just can't believe how fast he dropped mary and then was like flaunting varia around in front of his friends group he loves drama oh he he loves to be the center of attention he loves and, the fact that two women are fighting over him. Exactly. And I think I wrote that down about five times. I'm like, he is getting off on this. I wouldn't be surprised if he jizzed in his pants while they were, like, going at it. And I'm just like, you know, you girls are both fighting over this giant flaming dumpster fire of a mm-hmm. man. <laughs> because it's not about the man. It's about winning. That is something that we women do sometimes. It's the same thing as, like... When you won't want a guy when he's pursuing you and then he's in a relationship with another woman and then all of a sudden you feel like you're interested in him. It has nothing to do... the story of how Austin and I became an exclusive couple. Okay, yeah, well, (laughs) it it has nothing to do with the man being so wonderful. You just can't let him walk out of your life. It's because deep down inside, you have this animal instinct to win. Oh, sure. It's just like with kids, like... My my daughters, for example, um, if Lorelai, my younger daughter, is playing with a toy that Charlotte hasn't played with in six months or six minutes, mm-hmm. 
she will instantly want to play with that toy. She'll oh, just yeah. come snatch it out of her hand. Like, you want what somebody else has. The grass is greener on the other side. Oh, yeah. Or, like, when your your kids don't really want to have anything to do with you until you're on the phone. Then all of a sudden, they're, like, in your face. Oh, my God. Mommy, 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 mommy. Oh, my Jesus. Yep. Same thing, but with the loser dude. Yes. Who's honestly this, really hot. He's hot. Okay. That's why he See, gets away I don't with think this. he was hot. We had this conversation last night, dear <laughs> listeners. I did not think he was hot, and I think a lot of it has to do with his stupid haircut. No, I think he's hot. He's a good-looking he, guy. He does he, not look like he's in his mid-40s. I'm sorry, he doesn't. He has crazy eyes. I don't... I think he has, like, sexy eyes, because they're, like, blue he has, and like, pretty. bug eyes, though. Like, they're not no, an interesting shape. But then I watched his Instagram live last night, and I texted Julie, and I was like, something is wrong with me because he looks hot right now. <laughs> I mean, I would totally fuck him. I wouldn't date him. But his hair but... was cut. He's hot. And he, he has a great has body. Sex. Oh, I I said that to Ryan. I was like, they fuck all the time. I bet they have really, really good sex. Oh, they have he animal just, sex. He looks like the kind of guy that would, like, pull your hair and smack you a little bit. And, like... But I also don't think that, like, he's selfish in every other aspect, but I don't think he's selfish in bed. Like, I think he I probably so really likes to, like, please the other woman. Like, yeah, they definitely have fun sex. If he oh, was yeah, that's fuck, why Mary he gets kill... away with so much. Okay, so let's let's do this. Let's <laughs> okay. do a fuck, Mary kill of this season's people. Oh, God. Uh, we'll do Jeffrey, Ash, and... Uh, Tom. Oh, damn it. All right. This is going to be controversial. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I would definitely fuck Jeffrey. Yeah. Uh, probably more than once. Like, maybe he could be, like, a side, side fling? I don't know. <laughs> uh, anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Once a month. Um, anyways. So, I would fuck Jeffrey. I would marry Tom. Now listen, hear me out. No, I would probably make the same choice. I'm just like, oh, at the thought given of the Tom. choices, yeah. You know what, Tom? I don't think Tom is a horrible person. I think that he and Darcy are very mismatched, and I also think here's a problem I have with people: whenever someone breaks up. They automatically want to say the other person is an asshole or they're selfish or whatever. It's like, well, of course, come up with all the reasons why this other person is a piece of shit. And your friends will do the same and your family will do the same. But can we just be adults and recognize that this person is probably not a horrible person? Maybe they made some bad decisions, but chances are that you just weren't the right match for each other. It doesn't always have to be that this person is horrible and that person is horrible. It can just be that we're not right for each other. And yeah. I think that was what it was with Darcy and Tom. Darcy is way over the top dramatic and is an alcoholic and needs, like, inpatient therapy. She is a sick woman. Oh, and absolutely agreed. But I also think Tom is a sociopath. I don't know. Because I think he, he, just... he seems like he is, like getting off on like jerking Darcy around. 
Like, it seems like he he enjoys, like, watching her struggle and squirm. I don't know, because they hadn't even talked to each other for, like, a long time before they started recording this season. And, um, like, they had blocked each other online and everything. So it's, like, why they even portrayed themselves to be a relationship at the beginning of this is just BS. It makes no sense. No, I agree. It's just, I don't know, something about Tom, like, unsettles me, because it really does seem like he enjoys hurting Darcy. Well, yeah, but given just the like, choices, you know, like, like you've jerking got her back Ash. and forth and then calling her fat, like, he just knows exactly what buttons to push and he does it. Oh, yeah. I, the thing is that I think that given the choices, it's like, you don't want to marry Jeffrey because he'll beat the shit out of you. Oh, for sure. But he would definitely you... be fun for a weekend. Oh, yeah, totally. I'd fuck Where there's, him, like, sure. no strings and no, like, actual relationships. Like, you can just go have fun and do yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, like, romp around in bed. Like, sure. Yeah. That's, that's easy peasy. You don't want to marry Ash because he's a fucking bullshitter. He's a genuine sociopath. Like, and he is definitely fucking kill you. crazy pants. Like, he just will look you right in your eye and lie to you. Yeah. And then be offended and you know like mm-hmm. wishy-washy he when is you a total manipulator i've been with so many guys like that where they if you even call them out or if you even question them they will twist it and make you'll be the one apologizing yeah yep so no Absolutely. i would definitely kill ash and then um you know i would marry tom because i think that i'd be able to stand him the most i don't think he'd beat me and, uh, whatever. If it doesn't work out, you just divorce him. Those are my choices. What are yours? I, I would have made the same choices. Yeah. Same reasons or anything different? No, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. Like, it would be really difficult to be married to Tom because, like I said, I do think that he's a manipulator and that he likes to play victim, but I don't... I think in the right matching, he could potentially be a good person i do think he would probably cheat especially Mm -hmm. now that he got himself pretty hot and now like he is very cocky and he doesn't really like recognize that he made mistakes and made bad decisions i think he apologizes for stuff because people call him out on it and he wants to be liked and he's a fame whore oh yeah um yeah i think the other two would absolutely kill you so (laughs) like (laughs) um, i don't know if ash would kill you but ash Ash would definitely Ash, beat you. He would beat you. I don't think so. I, I think, think he, he is. He's no. gotten very close to like throwing a fist. I'm sorry. No, I, I, think I stand Ash, by it. I think Ash. I don't think he. I don't think he'd beat you. I think he would either smother you, or strangle you. He would abuse you. Okay, maybe he won't punch you in the face. But I don't think he would abuse you. I think he would like murder you in your sleep, and then like very calmly. You know, dispose of your body parts. Well, honey, murder is abuse. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just saying it's not going to be like an ongoing thing, like with Jeffrey. No, but I'm. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is like I'm going to have to cut a lot of this. You. I hope you know. I know. I'm sorry. Sorry, Ash. You're probably not a murderer, but you just fucking creep us out the way that you just fucking lie. Liar. You a lie. And Jeffrey, you're hot. You're like the basic bad boy who like is really hot fuck, but is, like, will just destroy your emotions. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. Been there. Um, and Tom, you're just, like, kind of a dick, but I guess I could live with you for a while. 
<laughs> I don't think you'd hit me. Yeah. Anyways, so that, yeah, that was good. I like that. But, oh, yeah, go back to Jeffrey and Varya. <laughs> God, I'm like, where are we now? Um, so they, so they were at he, the, why, like, why the fuck did Mary show up at the outing knowing because that Because I think Jeffrey it was, like, a bunch of their mutual, no, I think there was a mutual friend thing, and they had probably had it planned before Varya showed up, because I'm pretty sure that was, like, the next day. Mm. Um, and so anyway, they have their little thing, and Varya's like, I don't want to be around this bitch, I'm out, peace. And so she leaves. And then cuts Well, to the she next confronted morning. Mary, and I don't remember what they were saying to each other at the table. She, Varya was just basically like, uh, back away from my mans, and Mary was like, um, you turned down his proposal, you broke up, he's not your he man anymore. You hadn't talked to him, yeah. And so he moved on, and, and then Varya you just was show just up? like, no, you're a bitch. <laughs> that was pretty much what happened. <laughs> Yeah, so, so then they storm out. I, I I think it was weird that he... So I, I guess you think that Mary didn't expect them to be there. No, I think she did. I think she just showed up anyway because she wasn't going to back down. Yeah, because she was mic'd, right? I yeah. I mean, she saw all the cameras and shit, so... No, and I, was I like, think she just <laughs> wasn't going to back down to Varya, which I think, honestly, I probably wouldn't have either. I probably would have shown up anyway and been like, you don't intimidate me. Like... Uh, well, Back and the, the bar, it looked like it was, like, 1 o'clock on a Wednesday, because it was, like, I was, like, this is the brightest fucking bar I've ever seen. Every light in that place is on. It is bright. There's, like, three other people there. I'm, like, why'd you guys, like, rent the space out for the afternoon, and now they're supposed to pretend, like, everyone's out having a fun night? I don't know. I think maybe it was probably, like, a weekend, and, uh... Oh, maybe. Maybe they were meeting up, you know? Yeah, maybe. Um... But anyway, so cut to the next morning, and they definitely slept together because they show them in bed together, mm-hmm. and uh, Varya says, you know, I just don't like pretty girls around my man, and then Jeffrey says, oh, I'm your man again, and Varya says, I never got rid of those words, which, uh, yeah, fair, like, she didn't break up with you, you broke up no. with her. She just said not yet, she's like, yeah, let's she was just down like, a little bit. Right? So then he asks her, like... If you could go back in time, would you have changed your answer? And Varya says, yes, you know, I just didn't realize until you were gone that how deep my feelings were for you. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, oh, God, you're making such a terrible mistake. So they go and they meet Jeffrey's sons and they like her. Um, And one of her son, his sons were like, uh, so what does Mary think about all this? And Jeffrey looks incredibly uncomfortable and Varya just straight up says, fuck that bitch, basically. I forget what her exact (laughs) words were, but the sentiment was, fuck that bitch. Yeah. And so then they go on a dinner cruise and they're all romantic and Varya's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm just waiting on you for the next step. Like, I'm glad we're finally back on the same page. And it's very obvious that Jeffrey is not going to propose because... He would not do anything that was not on his terms because he's a control freak and Mm -hmm. it wouldn't matter what happened. He was not going to propose because he could not deign to recognize that a woman could have a good idea. 
Well, and I think it's good that he didn't propose to her right then because it would have been so cheesy. Absolutely. Um, no, I agree with you, but still. And I I'm really actually did love his proposal to her. It was really sweet. Okay, see, that's what I was about to say. Like, I am so mad about it because it was such a cute proposal for such a shitty human being. <laughs> so he takes her on this really cute little, like, nature trail and um, he he shows her this wishing well where they have all these really cute little tags and you write down your wish and then you walk down this little path and you attach it to all these different walls, kind of like the key lock bridges that you see in like Paris Mm -hmm. and what have you. And so they both wrote down a wish and then they go put it on the wall. And while Varya is hanging up hers, he gets down on one knee. So when she turns around and it's all cute and romantic. And then we find out that they both wrote the same wish Jeffrey said that he wishes that she could become a part of his family and she wrote the same thing in Russian and it's all fairy tales and la la la. I thought it was really cute because he had told her like, well, he told her, okay, we got to put our wishes here and then we're going to ring the bell. And when we ring the bell, like the little creatures come down and they like grant our wish. So then after he proposes and Varya is all excited, she was like, the creatures read Russian. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was really cute. She's really cute. I like her, but I... I, I like her, too, she, but then seeing her catty side, like, it oh, definitely yeah. took my feelings down. I'm like, dude, you're being kind of immature about this. Like, Yeah, definitely Jeffrey reminded me of high school. you. Like, <laughs> yes, it's exactly it. In high school, and two girls are fighting over a dude, but it's not the girls that are causing the problem. It's the dude playing them against each other. Mm-hmm. Well, <sighs> and then once again, all I could think about is I felt bad for Mary, because... For, feel bad for Mary, yeah. You know, he comes back from Russia and he's probably telling Mary, like, it didn't work out. You've always been there for me. You've always, I love you. I care about you. We should try to make it work, blah, blah, blah. So she's his back burner girl. And then all of a sudden Varya shows up and then he lets, he lets Mary leave and doesn't even try to stop her. And then all of a sudden, like, two days, now, now Varya's moved her suitcase in she's staying there for two weeks and now he's proposing holy shit i would be so fucking devastated i hope they have her on the tell-all i do too because honestly like i don't necessarily care for mary either but she got no fucked she got played and that's not okay like yeah that's got to be so embarrassing and i I believe i said that last night i said man like Mm -hmm. she just got nationally humiliated oh yeah it's pretty awful. Ugh. I feel bad for her. <laughs> it all boils down to Jeffrey is a terrible person. Oh yeah, and but he's hot. <sighs> why are why are like the terrible people always just hot? That's because how they... they have the privilege of being hot, so they can get away with it. Yeah, that's how they get they get one over on everyone. Yeah, yeah. But that is a wrap on. Uh, Was that the finale? The main season, yeah. So the next oh. next will be the tell all. I'm really excited to see the tell-all. I hope they don't stretch it out too long. I think, like, two... I honestly wish they would just make it, like, a two-hour show. Yeah, I would rather just watch it for two, three, four hours and then have two weeks. Like, just just wrap it up, man. Yeah. Like, I don't don't want to drag this out. But then again, there's so many couples that you really wouldn't get anything good. I really hope that this is... From what I've heard, Sean Robinson is a lot more in control this time around. Yeah. Which I, I'm excited to see her kind of dig a little bit deeper. Hopefully she does that this time. I, I hope so too. I would I would love to say that like 
in a perfect world, Sean Robinson would just, like, be able to mute people's Zoom calls and just be like, nope, you're done talking. I'm going to talk now. Yeah. It's much harder to do that in person. Do you know when The Other Way is starting? The Other Way starts June 8th, which is okay, so next Sunday. So, so I think we're going to have, like, like, Tell All Part 1 and then The Other Way or maybe Backwards. And then the following week, June 14th or whatever it is, I don't know, 15th, um, Happily Ever After starts. I feel like they should only have one season... At a time. It bugs me when they have two seasons at a time. It's like a lot. I mean, don't, you want us to want more, right? You don't exactly. want us to be like. Well, even if you filmed it much. like roughly the same time, like, could you just stretch out the season so that we have some kind of ninety day fiance season all year? So well, just yeah, do, like, that's one what after I think. the other. So, all right, fine. If you film the other way first, so, like, go ahead and mm-hmm. play the other way, and then as soon as the other way is done, do happily ever after, and about that time, we'll have ninety day fiance again. Yeah, I like that better. I don't like it when they kind of overlap them, but I'm still going to watch it because I love it. I can't get enough of 90 Day Fiance. It's my favorite. <laughs> so, I listeners think, um, of this podcast, we want to know. We've gone back and forth on our decision about 50 11 times. Yes. Um, do you guys want us to recap every week? Do you want us to combine the other way and Happily Ever After together and give you the highlights? Do you want us to recap this at all? Do you want us to look at other shows uh do you want to request a show for us to recap request a movie uh we want to know what you want to hear we don't want to flood your feed and pigeonhole ourselves to one show because we have so much yeah. to say about so many different things so please join our resting bitch face podcast on facebook uh the facebook group is called resting bitch pod and we mm-hmm. will link our facebook group in our instagram and in our show notes we want to hear what you have to say, and we want to create an environment where you can talk about whatever the hell you want to talk about. If you want a private place to bitch about anybody, everybody, your kids, your mom, your dad, your husband, your wife, your neighbor, whoever, we want to we want to have a little community. So come join us. Yeah. Talk to us. Tell us what you want to hear. We are the People's Podcast. Yeah. Follow us on um, Instagram at Resting Bitch Pod, and I think we should do a few pol- polls there. On our story. Yep. I, I have some graphics that I'm working on right now. Um, I made it like an introduction on our Facebook page today. I'm going to put some mm-hmm. more stuff in the group tomorrow. But awesome. don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Introduce yourself. Say hey. Yeah, let's tell us friends. Tell us who you are. Like, we want to ha- have a whole bitch community. Yes, we do. Um, and I, by the way, sent a very cute photo of myself and my eyebrow ring to Melinda, um, but I'm going to send you another one, Melinda, so you can put it on a poll and see what people think, but I'm going to send you one where I've, like, completely blacked my kid's face out. Okay. Uh, yeah, you are (laughs) really cute in that picture, but you can barely see see the eyebrow ring. But also, (gasps) Vanessa is super cute, so you have that going for you. Oh my god, she's so cute. She's so cute. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna, so yeah, check the Instagram for all the polls, let us know what you think, and make sure that you listen to us on Friday for the weekly Bitch Fit. We're gonna have a ton of fun on that show, so make sure you subscribe, leave reviews, you know, all that good shit. Yep, we will be there. All right, that's all. Thank you, guys. See ya. Bye. Bye.